Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Ball and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, Patrick. How you doing? I'm pretty good, Jeff. How are you? Yeah, man. I am doing excellent. Everything going well? Um, pretty good. For some reason our AC is not circulating in my room, so I'm a little warm. Oof. It's like off and on. Sometimes it's cold in here, and then other times, you know, the light makes it warmer, but it's just depending on the day. It's either yeah. ice cold or not. Right now it's kind of in between. Oof. Yeah, those are never fun times. Nope. <laughs> well, it is that, I mean, it is summertime, and that's when it, that's true. When it likes to test, um, <laughs> test how how well your AC likes to run. Yes. Other than that, he doesn't remember to stretch. Right. <laughs> so, other than that, it, things are good. Okay. Cool, man. Uh, Ruth and Grayson just got back from Nationals in Gatlinburg. Uh, her duo took third place overall in their division. So, congrats to her and Karis for their. Uh, accomplishment there she got apparently she got sad afterwards because it was the last time they were going to be able to do that dance so that was kind of sweet but you know at the same time you know yeah. you're going to have more than enough dances after this right it's just that particular dance she's yeah be doing. this particular one so okay uh then their lar- their team danced with everybody in the studio uh that one placed first and then their small group placed i think sixth but then they got invited back for the shootout which is when basically only select few get asked to come back for the shootout the next day mm-hmm. compete for like overall for that age group or something like that so small group came back for that uh they did not win that's okay uh they're large group uh, production, you know, their line, uh, also got invited back. They did not win. However, the large, the junior seniors hip hop team uh, did a dance call from now on. And it's my favorite from the entire season. Mm -hmm. And they came back and they won the entire thing. So congrats to them and to everybody at Diamond Academy of Dance. So, and another outstanding season with a grade into it. So, you know, as they've returned home, so everybody's back home safe and everybody had a good time and uh, brought back a lot of great memories. Yep. York and I went to the driving range as well as the uh, go-karts and York was finally old enough to ride the go-karts by himself. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, you got some good hits. Uh, first time we'd gone out this year yeah and uh yeah he you know we're, we're both a little rusty but we both got some good licks in and then uh yeah that's about it otherwise we just chilled in the house yeah so i've tried going to the driving rings before but my form is horrible i just i don't know i keep trying to swing like like i'm playing baseball or something like i don't know how to keep it you know low and yeah, and all that, but I want to try again. Okay, at some point. let me know. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with you. I'm good. The one thing I'm decent with, like I may have, 
I've always one thing that's been said about me when it comes to like sports, mm-hmm. as far as like baseball, soccer, tennis, even to an extent, and golf is that I've always had good like form as far as like stance and how you should stand and swing for yeah. both baseball and golf. Um, that I have a good smooth rotation and that um, that's like the one thing I'm like good at. Now, once it, whatever happens after I've swung, yeah. that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, but at that point, it's just about just adjusting your feet and sure. stuff like that. So not turning your, not turning your club in the middle of your swing, you know, stuff like that. Um, all the very, I probably fixable, do. very easy, fixable things. Yeah. Now I can't putt to save my life, which is why I always hate doing putt putt because I'm trash yeah. at putting. I always have been. I could, I'm good with the pitching wedge and decent at driving, but get me up on the green and I'm that's where I'll <laughs> that's where I you know fail. Yeah. And figured all that out. I like putting. I mean, I'm not. I'm better at that than actual. Yeah. My driving swing, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's all good though. Uh, so before we get into it, I guess uh, should we go ahead and talk about the latest episode of Loki? Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts? I was unimpressed. Really? Yeah, it's kind of bored. I mean, I was like, we really didn't go. We nothing. I wasn't wowed. Like there wasn't anything that I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. Like I am in almost every episode of One Division or every episode of Captain or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, there was always something in there that I just really enjoyed. This one just seemed like it was a filler episode in a short season, <laughs> and I'm like, right, yeah, like, bro, you don't have a whole lot of episodes going on. You're just, it just seemed like a fill. Like there wasn't anything that stuck out or memorable. Yeah, yeah um, this is the first episode I didn't stay up to watch it. Like as soon yeah. as it dropped, so I watched maybe twenty minutes before shift, and then I finished it up when I got home. Right. And before that, I was you know before work, I was, was seeing articles of people like they were kind of underwhelmed and filler. Um, yeah, I mean it does seem like a slow episode of just talking, getting a little back, very little backstory on Sylvie. Um, yeah. Kind of seeing more about how Loki was really fond of his mom and. You know, you're still affected by seeing what happens to her, and um, you know, it's a little action, but not a lot, not a lot of stakes, basically. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm hoping that this is just one of those calm before the storm, where this is just that little, you know, filler. Yeah. But where some things that they reveal in the episode plays out for the next three, so you can look back and be like, okay, now I get that episode. I understand yeah. it now, but. If it doesn't go anywhere from there, then it's like, eh, you probably could have done something else or add right. an extra episode at the end. Yes. Yeah. Because it yeah. just, yeah, it just kind of ended. I'm like, oh, well, I guess that was an episode, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm not. That ex- okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm, and I'll be honest, I mean, I'm not big on like i didn't think this is my least favorite of the series that they were going to put out yeah it was like a loki series but why you know for me it's like but why because i don't 
really care for the character as much as a lot of other people really yeah. enjoy this character. It's just not from not mine, but I'm like, well, I'll still watch it, obviously. Yeah. They're gonna put it out. I want to watch it. Sure, why not? So and so I've been trying to give it a chance and I've been enjoying it so far. It just seemed like this one was kind of meh. That was that that bump in the road where you're like, eh. <laughs> it was smooth riding and this one just kind of kind of threw you off course a little bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I kind of I felt that little let down, but optimistic that this is going somewhere, kind of like how the beginning of one division, you weren't sure where things were going, but then as you progress through the season, you look back on the earlier episodes and you're like, okay, I get it. Right. But, um, but again, like I said, if if the next three don't tie in in any kind of way with this this one, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like okay, that was just that could have been an episode for something else. Yeah. Or they could have shortened everything there and had something else. I'm still I'm still ready to see what happens next. Exactly. Um, yeah. I guess every every I guess every show or series got to have that one episode that's just like, yeah, meh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> there's no more meh episodes. I keep I keep being told I need to watch the Superman and Lois show because I keep hearing I've heard that too. that it's really good. I've been hearing good things, so I'm gonna have yeah. to come around to watching that. I suppose. Same. Yeah. Like all right. Yeah. Sure. It's just. <laughs> Because if the season's still going, I think I want to wait till it's done. So I'm just right. push through it. Exactly. Yeah. And then, speaking of DC, uh, Batwoman's season finale actually aired tonight. So I guess I'll be oh, watching okay. that tomorrow. I've still got almost the entire season to watch. Yeah. Like, I, I like think I'm only like on episode four from the second season. Okay. But um, it's... Because I never watched season one. I watched one episode. Yeah. Like before there was a season two, I watched the first episode. Then I went back to the first episode. And I was like, I'm still not, still not digging that. I may still, I may go back to it at some point. Right. But I've, I've liked this season because it's a challenge. You know, you got a new Batwoman. Yep. You got to figure out her backstory and push her forward. Then you kind of reintroduced the original. And then you just go from there. But, um. I don't want to say too much because you're in four episodes. So let me <laughs> stop. Let me stop. But it, it, it was good. It's got a third. I think I got th- episode, uh, season three coming. So yep. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> right. Um. All right, man. Shall we? Sure. We shall. Right. <laughs> we shall. Indeed, we shall. <laughs> all right. Here we go, man. Our future presentation. F9, the fast saga. Yes. I, I don't even know why they even just did that. Just do just do F9. Fast nine. F9 or fast nine. Yeah. You know. Well, the last one was a fate, and this one's a find. Yeah. There you go. See? <laughs> the fate and the find. Oh. <laughs> Which really sums up the movie. It's fine. It's yeah. You know, I mean, anybody that's going to go watch this movie knows exactly what they're what they're getting into. I I would find it so difficult to find somebody that has not seen the previous eight or at least one of the previous eight right. and not have any clue what they are getting themselves into going to watch this movie. Yeah, and seeing before this one, I stopped at seven. I was like, that was a good ending. 
then you know like we got eight coming like i don't think i want to go past seven because i feel like that was a good sweet spot and but in order to watch this i had to go back and watch fate yeah and so why don't you go ahead and talk about that and then we'll get into nine all right so (laughs) so i was thinking that i was gonna just pick up literally from that point yeah but it starts off with um i believe it was dom kind of racing for his was his cousin or nephew uh cousin and okay so his cousin's in in cuba yeah so he's he's in in debt because he owes money so the person he owes money to is trying to take his car and dom's like you know let's race for it so he challenges him with his car but the dude's like no you're going to use your cousin's car and race me so he's like all right He's wanting to test his theory of it's not about the speed of the car, it's about the person behind the wheel. Yep. So, and of course, that's ridiculous. Like the car is in bad shape, but literally turns on fire, just yeah. bursts in flames, and he wins. But that car's done, and then he yes. gets cousin in the ocean. It's done yeah. in the ocean. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> at first, when they got to the scene where they were next to the ocean, I was like, "Oh man, big waves will come by, take the fire out, and he's just gonna keep going." It's like, no. He flips in reverse, pushes in reverse, wins, and then the car is just is done. So he ends up giving his cousin his car. Yep. And um, I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, then of course you get a little more into Dom and Letty's relationship, and of course the talk of kids and how come they never really brought it up. Then you have Charlie Theron, who's just on the side of the road having car trouble, and then. During a conversation she has with Dom, she reveals that she's been following him. She knows about him and all this. And she basically corners him, threatens him to work with her. Otherwise, you know, we got to reveal that he's got a kid. I'm like, damn, Dom. <laughs> but then, I, you know, I forgot there was a point in time where Lady was dead. So, yep. you know, you got to do your thing, live yep. your life. And um, so <laughs> I just thought that was, it's almost like, with nine, you get dropped with the relative that you didn't know existed before. But at least this one, I kind of understood because yeah, you know you're you're single now. You're you got this going on, so I, I, that's believable. And um, I think the biggest scene that stood out for me was when when um, Hobbs got arrested and then him and Shaw breaking out. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, they're really just going superhero mode now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, it was entertaining, but I'm just like, man, if I really sit here and think just, about it, I'm going to make, it's going to piss me off. You're just sitting there pulling the bench out and bench pressing it. Yes. I was like, all right. While they're talking, while they're being window warriors to each other. No, like, of course they would be. Up. That's, that's one of my, I love that. That's cracking me up. I was like, of course they would be right across from each other. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, it, you know, I got to see the banter because I was a little confused about how we got this spinoff. Yep. But now. They got good it makes so much more sense. Yeah, everything makes sense now, more sense than it did before. And um, but again, you got these over-the-top stunts and action sequences, and it's just ridiculousness. But yeah. but, but I mean, it's fun. It's over the top. They tell you from the jump, like this is just what we're doing. And like we've said before, they found their sweet spot on just just going there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're very self-aware, and they say the hell with physics. Yeah, <laughs> who needs that? <laughs> ah, I mean, we're not like why, that's universe. holding us back. 
We're not trying to make a documentary. <laughs> but, I mean, I did like the action. It was entertaining. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, I probably should have stopped at seven. Because <laughs> I was like, I uh, it's just... Uh, no, but then know. we would be denied the amazing scene on the airplane with Hobbs and his brother and the baby. Yeah, that, that was... fight scene was hilarious. It was amazing and hilarious at the same time. Yeah, the cutbacks of the baby, like, how's yeah. the music going? They put his hands up, like, all right. I mean, I like that. It was cute. Yeah. It was cute. I, I loved it. I was cracking up. Yeah. Like, there's it's entertaining. It, it is. Yeah. But. If you're gonna be somebody that like just sits there and thinks, I think I had my thinking cap on when I should have took it off. So, which I I, I learned, you know, I know better. I know better. I leave mine on the dresser when they go see a Fast and yeah. Furious movie. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> so, I was like, yes, I'm entertained by this, but then that little piece of me was like, but dude, look what just happened. <laughs> He's fighting with a baby. This dude was literally gonna shoot the baby, and Shaw had to put his back, you know, because the bulletproof was like, yeah. dude, you're gonna shoot a baby. That's just sad. Like you want, and he turned the baby around. Like you don't want to see this, bro. They're having a gunfight <laughs> on an airplane. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that alone. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it was cool. But again, I was like, yeah, seven was was the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> For me. And then we go into nine. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of self-aware. Yes. <laughs> and extremely self-aware. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Roman is invincible. <laughs> Have yes. you ever noticed we've been on so many missions and we always walk away? Yep. Not even as much as a bruise or a scratch. Right, because that whole sequence, the enemy is like literally on his butt. Yeah. Shooting, firing their automatic, all the bullets hitting the ground around. I'm like, yep. I'll shoot worse than stormtroopers. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and then he gave him the jacket. It's like, look at this jacket. It's got bullet holes in it. I was yep. wearing it. <laughs> I don't, you know, we've been through all this stuff and, you know, again, Invincible and yep. maybe we're superheroes and all this. I'm like, you know, he's that, that's us or that, that, that's, that's us that's yeah. been asking this, this for a while. Right. So those, it was funny. I'm like, well, then the best part, you know, because it's not spoiling anything because it's in the trailer. Yeah. Where they drive off, where Dom and, and Letty drive off the cliff and somehow they're they wrapped, somehow hooked the bridge or something like that to the bottom of the car and helps him swing like Tarzan across this giant gap and then somehow it releases because it's so, a hook. I don't, I don't know how that worked. And then they roll around and the car looks like shit but neither one of them have a scratch on them but all this broken glass is all around them. Right. So I'm like okay that's a cool sequence. They're, they're driving off the cliff bridges down. He hits the knock you know hits the extra yeah, boost. The yeah. This rope hooks under the tire. He turns the tire to lock it in because it's got concrete. So he locks it in. They swing. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But then when they hit the side of the cliff and flip, I'm like, I got a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when I had a problem with it because I'm like, they should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> but they're clearly we severely injured. Yeah. Some some kind yeah. of neck trauma, head trauma, Something. broken. I'm just even a okay. bruised, like even with a bruised Something. eye and some cuts. Maybe like some blood trickling from the forehead. Yeah. Something. Something. Nothing. A busted nah. knuckle. <laughs> I was like, nope. Nah. Cut, cut, cut to, wow, that was really, really close. Yeah. I'm like, y'all look like you just walked out of the makeup trailer and then just sat in this vehicle. Yes. 
And then um, Dom had his white t-shirt I hate on. you all for this. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, and he had his white t-shirt on. His crisp white yep. t-shirt. Yep. Everybody else, I'm like, man, they got jackets on, just yep. casual clothes, and he got this bright white t-shirt. Yep. I'm like, that's, that's Dom. At least he wore a tank top this time. It was a t-shirt. A full right. t-shirt. sleeve. <laughs> yeah, lady's like, oh, that was new. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, even I was like, I hate you guys. But yeah. throughout this entire movie this entire movie you know what was at least to me the most unbelievable thing the most unbelievable thing to me was the fact that john cena fit in a mazda in a mazda sports car yeah i'm like there's no way in hell john cena's fitting in that tiny ass little car i could barely i bet i bet i barely fit in that tiny little car and john cena swole yes (laughs) and that was the same issue i had when I watched uh, Spectre, the James Bond movie Spectre, mm-hmm. and Dave Batista is in that uh, Lamborghini, I said, I said, this fool is not getting in a Lamborghini. <laughs> I said, he's like six foot something and he's big as hell. I said, there's no way he's fitting in that car. Yes. I guess only Again, so far I can suspend I bet I could barely fit in that car. <laughs> yes. I said, How's he? he's not getting out quickly. I'll tell you that. No. That's one of those think thin, think thin, and then squeezing around. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that yeah. that was cracking me up. I'm like, that's like his ass is not fitting. <laughs> no, I'm good because Vin Diesel's like six foot or is like five foot nothing. So, yeah. But um. <laughs> well, in York, so first of all, York and I went and saw this in 4DX, which, in my opinion, was is pretty much the only way to see this movie. Yes. We they wore out the fog machine, <laughs> rumble seat. You know the rum. You know seats rumbled quite a bit, and we were all you know, f- f- we were being flung all over the place. It was great. It was, it was the best Universal Studios ride that lasted for two and a half hours. Yes, instead of five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I I mean, yeah, York had a blast. He he enjoyed the movie. I had a blast. I accord. I knew I was going to enjoy the movie. Yeah. Um. No matter how ridiculous it got, because I, I knew I was going to have fun, and uh, I forgot where I was going with this. But throughout the entire movie, we were just having so much fun because this is the kind of movie I've been wanting to watch ever since award season. This yeah. is the kind of mindless, just fun and entertainment that I really was craving. Yeah from the time award season started to the time it ended because there's just so much heavy material that you know was out there and was you know brilliantly done and worth watching but this is that kind of palate cleanser of just ridiculousness that i've been waiting for to enjoy and just have there just to watch just to have fun because it is it's a summer blockbuster movie it's not there to be anything more than what it is True. And this movie succeeded at that. This movie succeeded in continuing the soap opera for dudes kind of movie. Because yeah. you have, once again, your missing person, not missing, your person you thought was long dead is now actually alive. and Which is not a big spoiler because it's in the trailer. Hell, right. it's in the poster <clears throat> right behind you. There's, <laughs> like, there's a lot of things that if they had kept it out of the trailer might have had more weight to it in the movie right 
but I don't think they want it. They wanted people to come see it. It's like, yes. yeah, we're showing you Han, but you want to come to see it, if it, see if we explain how. Exactly. And, and then, if there, and <laughs> any more cameos that we may want to throw in there as right. well. Because there was one that I'm just like, why are you here? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, there was nothing, like she made, okay, this person that appears, that was the only appearance, right? There was nothing before. I know there was a trailer that they appeared in, but I don't remember that scene being in the movie. Yeah, she know. makes she makes a reference to it, and I'm like, I don't remember. But yeah, right. but yeah, I'm just like, man, that could have been anybody. Yep. <laughs> and then two other guys that sh- two other people that showed up yeah. um, from from a previous film from a previous Fast and Furious film were also yes. in it that I was very excited to see and yes. had been wanting to see more of. Yes. And uh, even though it's one of my least favorite Fast and Furious movies, I was still happy that see those characters. Got their shine. Any characters that make a return, yes, I'm very excited. You know, I'll be happy to see because I just enjoy the fact that that's they're really trying hard to keep everybody. You know, keep this timeline, keep keep these characters still involved. Right. So. I kind of think you know, <clears throat> I think there's like two more. Supposed to be ten and eleven, and yep, that's supposed to be 11, it for the main. It. So I think what they're trying to do is bring the main pieces or previous people back yeah. just so everybody can have their moment. So it's probably leading yeah. up to a big moment. I don't know what that's going to be. We'll find that out in probably the next couple of years. But the rumor, rumors, <laughs> dinosaurs, yes, and transformers, fast and, Fur- <laughs> fast and furious, infinity war part one and two. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to see the trailer at the end. You're going to see the big T-Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, right. All right, we we went there. All right. <laughs> and then of course something else that they show in a trailer, they go to space. Yep. So, and it's not just like orbit, like they went no, to they space. Went. And you so, know, first it started out as a joke and then it's like and yeah. that joke turned into <laughs> reality. Yep. The meme turned to real reality. <laughs> yep. And you know what? I was happy with it. Like it, it paid yeah. off for me. Like it because it paid off for me. For all the ridiculousness that this movie had, yeah, I like the interaction between Tedge and Roman. Always, always. Like I'm like, I like it. Like that. Yeah. That's that's probably like the one piece of thing that I'm like, okay, this movie, because of them, I stuck with it because I want to see what where they you know where they're yeah. going, and then you have the action chasing, 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 yeah. right. little dialogue chasing, you know. Um, but I counted, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. First time the word family was was uttered was two hours into the film. Wow. That's then, they, and then the second time was within a few more minutes after that. But and everything up to that point was implied. <laughs> more or less. It was with the look. Yeah. Yeah. The, with a stern Dom look. Yes. And one and... thing that this movie doesn't do in the trailer, it talks about Dom and his brother, played by mm-hmm. John Cena. But there's a lot of flashbacks in this movie. Yes. Which it, they have never done flashbacks in the movie. Unless it's from a previous film. But yeah, like it's nothing nothing it's flashing original back. combat. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. this is, you know, this is these flashbacks are from Dom and their and uh and uh Jacob. Jacob when they yeah. were when they were teenage teenagers, I guess. I mean the t- so. this timeline. I, I can't 
It's worse than X Men, <laughs> dude. It's so bad. Like I can't figure. Like every time I try and figure out, like how many years have passed between each film, right? <laughs> it, it 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 hurts my head. So trying to, but this time it actually gives you an actual year. It says nineteen eighty nine. So I'm like, okay, so I can try and do some math and figure out how they, you know, how old they should be now. But because I mean, they basically describe it as like a mythology. The story yeah. is a mythology. So right, yeah. But um, I mean, that was cool. Um, you know, they that flashback kind of gives you the backstory to their relationship then and why Jacob was never mentioned at any point in time in any of these other movies. Right. Which, you know, I kind of get it because um, <clears throat> so I watched Fast and Furious, the, the fourth one yeah, last night also. Okay. And there's a line where Mia, Dom's sister, basically says, how do I say goodbye to my only brother? I'm like, wait, because <laughs> this is after I watched nine. Yeah. So I'm like, Either it's they just agree that he doesn't exist for whatever for the reasons, yep. or you know, like people say, this is just something tacked on. But yep. it's open to interpretation now. Yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. I just find it interesting because I was watching like, well, hey, what did she say? <laughs> I went back and like, and I put the subtitles on. I was like, my only brother. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll keep that and mention it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, well, good job. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's in the notes for any of the other movies. But... Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think I've decided that, you know, anytime Groot says "I am Groot," <laughs> he's basically saying, "Never turn your back on family." Basically, we are family. Yeah, we are family. <laughs> we are Groot. We are family. Yes. So that's it. That's my takeaway. Is like, yeah. that's what the original intention is. And then, then Groot doesn't. But then also, Jacob hasn't been mentioned because you know you can't see John Cena, so of course he wouldn't you wouldn't be seeing him. Right, <laughs> can't see him. Um, but they really go over the top with the use of magnets. Oh yeah, couple the EMPs. There's a couple of scenes where I was like, you know, yeah, we got all this damage, but some people <laughs> should be hurt. Right. But I guess with their with their logic behind physics, it only affects bad people. Right. Right. Yes. So they're just funny. Yeah. Funny. And then Ramsey's like they show in the trailers like she can't drive and then she proceeds to do quite well. Yeah. <laughs> she's a quick learner. That's yep, how, that's why learn. she's smart. That's why she's yep, smart. <laughs> but see. it showed her struggling though at first. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. This took the zombie cars car chase to a to a new level this this go around so I, I was having i was cracking up i thought it was hilarious let's see any other notes but yeah it was good I, <clears throat> yeah and then han you know proves that he ends up having not really a daughter but we'll just say a companion yeah someone he's helped raise i guess yes adopt and... a daughter i guess i don't know Somehow she's also in. who who has also adopted his skills as well. Yes. Um, yeah. So she's she turns pretty, out to be a pretty big pretty, badass in this. Yes. Very uh, much so. Yeah. It's like all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard a 
they may be doing like a all women Fast and Furious. I'm like, well, they're starting to gather their people. You're right. Yeah. So as long as you keep center the center core and you add a new few new people, I think it'll work. Yeah, it should work. Just can't just don't do a completely new cast. Keep some familiar faces. Yep, and it'll work. Yeah. I mean, really, really and truly, they could keep doing this this franchise just like they would Avengers and just switch, yeah. you know, just slowly replace one person with another. Yeah. Because, okay. Avengers? Best friend? <laughs> so for me, I was like, okay, I know 11 is supposed to be the fin- finale for the series. Yeah. <clears throat> to me, 7 was it, and everything after that has been the spinoffs. There you go. So I'm like, I can't, I don't want to put all these movies. Let me go. Hobbs and Shaw is legit right. spinoff. But then eight and nine, I'm putting in that same category. <laughs> it's kind of like after season, oddly enough, after season seven of The Office, yeah. like see, after after Michael leaves, it's like, I mean, the, the other two seasons are okay, but just not the same. Not the same. Yeah. 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 You know, you lost, like, cause, I mean, you know, Brian was a big part yeah. of the series because, like, the only one that his character's not in is the third one. Yep. But for the most part, he's been in every single one. So after that, it's it's like a little bit of the heart has kind of been, you know, it's out. Right. So, but you never know. Character may pop up somewhere, some way. True. Yeah. Maybe Walker's brother comes back somehow. Maybe. So do do that whole. Um, Oh, what was it? Star Wars. Rogue One. Oh. Uh, Grandma talk Tarkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I mean, I guess if the family's cool with it, then that's different. Having their, having their right. blessing to do it, that's, that's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, <clears throat> again, the, and the, the only other thing that really bothered me in this movie was Shirley Theron's hair. I'm like, I looked at York, I go, what's going on with that hair? She, he's like, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> She's like, having her Captain Marvel moment. <laughs> yeah, she, she said, York, York goes, it looks like they just put a bowl on her head and just cut her hair. Just give her a bowl cut. I said, pretty much, but yeah. pretty sure her haircut probably cost her $300. So. Probably. <laughs> She's like, you're going to leave it like it is. Don't yeah. touch it. Meanwhile, the Amish <laughs> are like, we can make $300 cutting people's hair like that. <laughs> profit. Yeah. Profit. Um, oh, yeah. Quick get your cheers. So also, going back to the beginning, we see that Dom and Letty have settled down to raise yep. his son, Brian. I kind of wish we could have had more of that. Just to, yeah. Because it's just like, you see that, and then next thing you know, they're brought into this mission. Right. I was like, damn. It was, it was nice to see that the calm but um i'm just curious <laughs> i mean I, I know what they did with their with his son but it's like that's it was like for the whole time from the moment that he hid to the end i was like i was wondering was he in that box the whole time <laughs> but but they but they, they did let us know where he was but yeah. i just kept thinking about it well, York, as soon as they as dumb pulls up to get on the plane york's like where's this kid that's yeah probably, i said i don't know i guess with the babysitter <laughs> i guess they found one yeah and then they I mean, let they, us know yeah uh, that's funny 
<laughs> that, that was his first. I'm like, wait, where's their kid? It's like, good question, man. Good question. Yeah. And I guess yep. that was actually played by Vin Diesel's son. When I think I read that. Yeah. So, I think so. yes. Yeah. So couldn't tell because he had <laughs> hair. So. <I> just... <laughs> I did see a meme where it said the Fast and Furious for Fast and Furious is the only franchise where where you lose your hair. Ludacris is still good because <laughs> The Rock, Vin Diesel, Statham, Tyrese. And like, well, on the women, their hair gets shorter. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely. I think Mia's been lucky; hers still remain long. So yeah, well, so far, so far. About to say wait until yeah. she shows up in the next one. Like you're back now. The one condition is that your hair's got to get shorter. You have to pretend like it's your freshman year in college. Right. Cut it all off. <laughs> but yeah, but this is but this is definitely gonna be is a theater. Watch it in the theater. Oh yeah. Forty X if you can if you can afford if it. you can yeah if you have if you're around a place that has forty X, spend that money. Yeah. You know that extra money to to watch it. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. It is such an it is such an amazing experience. Yes. Shut your brain off. Yeah, shut your brain <laughs> off. Just enjoy the ride, literally. Yeah. Don't don't get popcorn. No. Eat eat whatever you're gonna have before you like as soon as you get in the theater, do not try and eat it during the movie. Yeah. Like get there like fifteen minutes early or something. Yeah. Like That's we did. Little... We both had hot dogs. <laughs> we both had hot dogs. I ate all of mine. Yeah. When it's ready to go, you are still in a popcorn. I said, we're getting a small one then. Yes. I learned my lesson after Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah we told... got no large ago. <clears throat> after that, after the uh, little preview of what mm -hmm. it's like, I was like, all right, we're going to put this down here for the remainder of them until after the movie. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That was the first time y'all did that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. We're in my lesson. Yeah. Because we, when me and my daughter and I saw Quiet Place 2, we got there a little earlier, so it's like, you know, if we're going to eat something, we'll have time to eat it because you're going to make sure you do that because <laughs> seats are going to move, you're going to drop stuff, and you're not going to be happy. So so we did that. I got her, I got her as prepared as I could. Right. <laughs> he, but afterwards, she was like, I still wasn't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Um, it's hard, man. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm ready, to, I'm ready to see this in 40X. So. Yeah, you should. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what else more to say. I mean, if you if you're into this franchise, you're gonna enjoy it. I mean, you're not gonna be disappointed. Well, I think that's a good assumption. Yeah. I mean, now, is it yes. the best one? No. I, I mean, I don't think it's the best one, but it's it is entertaining. It's fun. It. Yeah. Yeah. As far as all the action and everything, it's pretty much like all the fast, all the rest of them. It's just. I guess it didn't have as much character development. <laughs> I mean, so, different so, songs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. And then, you know, uh, Roman and, and Tej, they have their, their moments. Yeah. Um, but you're not watching it for that. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. All right, moving on. So, well, well, uh, Ruth and Grayson were gone for competition. York and I had some, you know, some one-on-one -on -one time. Mm -hmm. So one thing we did was, I think it was 
Thursday night. It's either Thursday or Friday. We, uh, we, you know, York wanted to play Monopoly. I put a movie on. I was like, you know what? I've got the perfect movie for us to watch. I said, this used to be one of my favorites growing up. I said, you'll like it because uh, it has Weird Al in it. And you like his music? I think you'll like this. He's like, okay. He's like, what is it? I go, it's called UHF. It's from 1989. It's an hour and 37 minutes long. And it's such, it's obviously a comedy. It is basically a spoof of different things, various different things from TV, film, and et cetera. Yeah. And it is, it is stupid. I mean, the humor is kind of stupid, but I absolutely, I, like I'm sitting there going, this is so stupid, but I love it. Yeah. And York's laughing his butt off, you know, he's, he's really enjoying it. And so basically it's about, an, un, an unemployed visionary becomes the manager of a local te- television station. The station becomes a success with all sorts of hilarious sight gags and wacky humor. Starring Weird Al Yankovic as George Newman, uh, Victoria Jackson as Terry Campbell, Kevin McCarthy, not that Kevin McCarthy, um, as R.J. Fletcher, Michael Richards, a young, very young Michael Richards as Stanley Spadowski, David Bowe as Bob Steckler, and let's see here. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Oh, Billy Barty, who I love, as Noodles McIntosh, and uh, Fran Drescher as Pamela Finkelstein. So it's got a lot of soon to be very famous people with their very famous shows yeah on actual tv in this move in this in this silly movie uh it is on prime right now available on prime which is i think how we watched it i actually have uhf on vhf somewhere <laughs> in the house okay. and i used to rewatch this a bunch as a kid because i was found it hilarious uh, there's <laughs> there's a great scene where uh, you hear some noise. Well, basically, it's during a kind of a pivotal scene towards the end, and George is being attacked, and you hear uh, some noise coming from a supplies closet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they open the door, and then uh, Kino, who's his, who uh, I guess is like his neighbor over uh, and has a martial arts uh, studio next door. <laughs> And him and about three other martial arts guys jump out, and he goes supplies, and then just jumps at him because, <laughs> yeah. I think I watched it when I was a kid, so oh, I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember a lot it's of been, stuff from it's it. It's been well, it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah, but they spoof on Geraldo, they spoof on Rambo, Indiana Jones, Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember the Rambo. Yeah. Conan the Librarian, <laughs> which is one of my favorite bits. Um, yeah, it's it is so silly, but it is so much fun, and especially for like York's age group, you know. Yeah. Uh, for like ten to twelve, you know, uh, somewhere in there is a great age to watch this because it is just so silly, 
what would what very little violence is so ham you know it's pretty hammy yeah uh, <laughs> it's very, you know it's very 80s but it's also just fun to watch and and just ridiculous i forgot emo phillips is in it too and york that's where york left the hardest was there's a scene where emo comedian emo phillips who talks like this in a very odd way uh plays a shop teacher and he's going to show him how you know some of the things that they teach him in shop class yeah. on this public access type of show and while he's talking he cuts off his finger and there's just fake blood just shooting everywhere and well look what well just call me mr butterfingers york's like on the floor just rolling he's cracking up yeah and just that entire bit was one of his favorites i think he uh but he really liked this movie i i i mean to me it's just fun to watch because it's just nothing but nostalgia for me yeah um just a great movie so if you have prime and you're looking for something to watch especially if you have a i don't know if girl you know how whether or not girl like i don't know if grayson would like this one as much she probably will i don't know um but this is definitely a movie for boys for sure okay. i don't know about for girls depends on their taste but this is definitely a boys kind of movie and it was just so fun to uh not only just to rewatch it and kind of revisit this but also to watch it with him and uh and kind of have that moment to share that with him about one of my you know for one of my favorite movies right we then started to watch hot shots after that ah but the only problem is york hasn't seen the original top gun well let me rephrase that it's been a while since i've shown it to him yeah so and a lot of those gags are kind of top gun centered True. i mean there's other ones in there but the main focus is kind of top gun yeah and so he uh he doesn't get i mean the jokes are still funny but it'd be funnier if he understood like the what the original reference was was for yeah so but we got halfway through that one before we had to turn it off i remember so, hot shots and hot shots part do part do <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then Loaded Weapon 1 came out. Like, there was a whole series of spoofs. Yeah. Uh, was it Fatal Beauty? That was another one. So, yeah, we hit, and then, of course, Men on, basically, any Mel Brooks one. True. So, Men in Tights and Spaceballs. Yep. New York loves Spaceballs. It's classic. As he should. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Dead. Anyways, that's you, Jeff. Um, I think it might have helped. I think Spaceballs might have helped me get more into Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Right on. All right, man. Go ahead and go with your neck with your. Uh... Alrighty. <clears throat> uh, some movie that I plan. I was originally planning on watching and talking about last week because it was Father's Day, but um, I didn't get a chance to. But this is on Netflix. I watched uh, Fatherhood with Kevin Hart. It came out originally uh, June 18th uh, this year. It's an hour and 49 minutes, directed by Paul Weitz, and it's starring Kevin Hart. You got Alfred Woodard, uh, Laurel Howery, <clears throat> DeWanda Wise, uh, Anthony Kerrigan, Frankie R. Faison, Paul Reiser. Because the whole time I was watching the movie, I'm like, man, I know him from somewhere. I know his name. I know his first name is Paul. Um, 
uh, Deborah Aorinde, and then Melody Heard. So per IMDB, <clears throat> it's about a father who brings up his daughter or his baby girl as a single dad after the unexpected death of his wife who died a day after their daughter's birth. Mm. So the movie starts off like this, like a Pixar movie. How it usually starts, it goes to the end. It's this, this, this. Yep. It's kind of like up. <laughs> it, right. it just hits you hard at the beginning. So you get a little brief shot of him at a funeral where he's trying to get himself together to speak. And then we get the flashback of what happens. So they're at their doctor's appointment. And this doctor is filling in for their primary because the primary decided with them having two weeks left before the due date, I'm going to take a vacation. So this doctor is suggesting to go ahead and induce because, you know, you know, it's time because uh, I think it's a uh, breach. So basically it's time. And um, so they, they do that. And, you know, he gets, um, he, Kevin Hart plays Matt. So he gets to hold the baby. Um, his wife gets to hold the baby and everything's cool. Everything's good. So a care partner comes in with a wheelchair. It's like, hey, you know, want to go see the baby in the nursery. But as soon as they help her out of the bed, she complains of being lightheaded and falls in emergency situation. She starts crashing. So, you know, of course, as a husband, you want to be in there with her, but they're pushing them out into the hallway. And then yeah. some time passes and they come out. And just the way they reveal it, because the doctor comes out, it's like, how's the wife? Then the care partner that came in closed the door, she's just got this look and it's like, dang, you know. And um, then her parents show up, mom bursts into the door and you just hear her crying, just wailing. And it's just like, like literally I was sitting there, I was like, tears. Like, yeah. Cause you know, it hit, you know, it yeah. probably just hit home because you just couldn't imagine, like, right. You know, what if that had been your situation yep. and, you know, how you feel about it? You know, so so now he's tasked with raising his daughter by himself, but he, he does have like a bit of a fork in a row because his mother-in-law, whom he doesn't get along with, who doesn't like him, because whatever plan she had for her daughter, him entering her life kind of derailed that and she's not happy. So <clears throat> along with his mother, they suggest for him to move back to Minnesota because there's nobody here where they live, I think it's Boston, and um, he needs to come back there so they can help. But he takes it upon himself, said like, no, I got this. Y'all you know, think I can't do it, but I'm gonna do it. And they reach kind of an impasse, like I'll leave, just um, take care of my grandbaby, basically. So he's juggling, you know, um, diaper changes, bathing. And of course he's got a job, which I believe he's like, um, they don't really explain his job. <laughs> he has <laughs> meetings. Uh, they didn't explain enough to where I remember what he does, but I think he's like a problem solver. Or he's got deals he's got to make. So, but it's not. It's not that. That's not the real focus. Um, <clears throat> and you know, they show a little bit of his struggles there, even to the point where he goes to the store and leaves the the car seat sitting on the top of the brick, and he comes back for it, and it's like, eh, you know, first time parent by yourself I, mean, I guess that that's i'm sure something like that's happened yeah but then they fast forward to her school age 
and she goes to a school where they have a uniform where the girls wear the skirts and kids, you know, but she doesn't want to wear a skirt. She wants to wear pants because um, I forgot the quote. I think she said like not wearing a skirt makes her feel like she's just like naked and she doesn't feel yeah. comfortable. But, um, you know, you see that and it's, I like seeing Kevin Hart in the drama. Like, I, like, you know, he had the movie before that. I think The Upside. I never got to watch that. Me either. But, um, you know, it's cool with him being in comedy, but I don't think he's as funny as he has been for the comedies. Right. But then it all depends on the material, the writing, and yep. the director. But him is in this drama, even though he's still kind of showcasing some comedy as well. Yeah. It just comes, it just, it's just good to see him in that role. And, um, Showing some range, like not that he didn't, you know, comedians can do drama pretty well. Yes, they can. And um, it was just, I didn't expect to get hit hard at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, I just face wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. And it was like the first time something like it happened and I wasn't like mad about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can relate wholeheartedly to it. It'd be like, it's like, <laughs> Are you crying? No, just AC being wonky, okay? <laughs> just the AC being wonky. <laughs> and it's funny because there's a scene where they kind of go back to her being a toddler and le- learning to walk the first time. His friend, played by uh, Laurel, so she starts walking and he looks back at him and he's crying. He's like, man, somebody's cutting onions, but they're sitting in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's what happened. Somebody's cutting onions somewhere and it got in my, my sinuses and all that. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> you know, she's in school. He starts dating and gets set up by his friends. But um, it's just, it was a cool, it was a good movie. I even read about the true story, um, based on a true story. And the interesting thing is the person that it's about is actually, you know, he's white, he's Caucasian. So it was originally going to have Shannon Tatum playing in a role, but that kind of fell through. And um, Kevin Hart read the script. He was interested in it. So he came on not only to star in it, but to produce it. And I believe Michelle and Barack Obama's production company came on as a producer as well. Okay. And um, I was reading briefly at an interview with the, with the um, actual Matt saying that, you know, there's some things that they didn't get accurately, but there's a lot of that they did get right. Cause you know, it's a movie you can't, you're not gonna do yeah, anything yeah. spot on. But, um, but he was cool with um kevin hart playing the role because it's just showing that this is a a very relatable story because it can happen to anybody yep you know um you know baby's born one of the parents doesn't make you know something could happen to him it could have been him and the wife yep. being in that situation and um like i started thinking like man what if that had happened I'm like i don't know <laughs> i would definitely been leaning on support my family yep. and everything because that's something that you just can't prepare for. Like you can read all the books in the world and ask advice, but there's, you know, you're, you're basically learning as you go. Yep. And it just, it doesn't stop. <laughs> and um, but yeah, this was a good movie. Cool. So, yeah. Recommend it if you have Netflix. Gotcha. Don't forget the tissue. No, especially <laughs> for that beginning. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of Netflix, I watched Good on Paper, available on Netflix. Okay. Starring one of my favorite comedians, who I've also 
been fortunate enough to see live here in town and actually ruth was with ruth and i both went kind of a date night mm -hmm. and we got to meet her afterwards picture and everything is awesome um starring eliza schlesinger uh also written by eliza schlesinger uh, directed by kimmy gatewood good on paper is about uh, eliza schlesinger playing a comedian trying to become an actress who uh, has been putting her career first um, a stand-up comic that meets a guy who seems perfect smart nice successful and possibly too good to be true starring ryan hansen as dennis most people know him from veronica mars and that's where rizzo known from for sure um also starring margaret cho rebecca johnson rebecca rittenhouse who i thought for sure for the longest time was actually uh was it Cara Delavenghi from Suicide Squad and some other movie? Um, uh, Adam Ray is also in it, in uh, various other, like a uh, couple other uh, like comedian cameos. So it's basically a romantic comedy based on something that actually happened to. Eliza once and she basically made it into a routine which then she turned it into a script <laughs> and then they made a movie and she started so it's based on, on something that actually happened to her and basically she starts dating Dennis Dennis is you know they start out just as good friends just hanging out you know he says he's He's got like this hedge fund job or something like that mm -hmm. and has all this money and he uh, has this model that he's been dating, but then her shoots run along or whatever. And so they have to cancel plans. So he just keeps hanging out with Eliza's character, uh, Andrea. And, you know, at some point and she says, you know, he's nothing like, he's a good friend, but, like, looks-wise, he's nothing special. Right. More or less, he's got, like, a dad bod, but he's still fairly young. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> so, you know, she's, like, not really anything to look at, but he's a great person, and I love, you know, hanging out with him. But then, you know, they ended up hooking up, and then uh, they start making prom. you know, he starts making promises and stuff, and then little by little she starts finding out that he's been lying to her and then starts chipping away chipping away but then he will come up with some kind of excuse or you know re you know weird reasoning for something and until she finally ends up you know between her and margaret cho's character end up finally catching on to what's going on and then end up uh you know basically then more or less almost it's almost like a revenge thing okay. and then i mean it's cute it's there's certain parts that are fairly over the top but it but in a funny kind of way yeah and uh it's i mean it's fun it's like not it's not a rom i mean it's a romantic comedy but it's turns into a revenge comedy i guess 
Um, it's really cute. It's funny. I really enjoyed it. I, uh, Eliza was great in it. Um, Ryan Hansen was awesome as playing this this dirtbag that looks like he you know had gives off the impression that he has everything and everything's going great for him and turns out he's really not anything special yeah but he just keeps lying to people just uh trying to put forth an image yeah like a lot of folks do <clears throat> that's yeah but i mean takes it like to the to okay. a new level okay so yeah it's ridiculous like i'm like how do you even keep track of those kind of lies right because if you tell one you got to keep it up you know yeah. you can't you can't stop <laughs> No, so it's best to just just best to be yourself, put yep. yourself out there, and then if they like you, cool. If not, then you know you're at least yeah. being honest about who you are. Yeah, I mean, but this is, I want to say it's a feel good because <laughs> it's not a feel good by any means, but yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun, cute movie, and it's great for Netflix. Okay, and I would totally, I would watch it. I mean, you know what? If Ruth wanted to watch it, I'd watch it again for sure. So, yeah, yeah I totally would. So yeah, yeah. Good on paper just dropped on Netflix. So check it out. Check it out. Because uh, I wasn't upset watching it like I was watching Infinite. So oh, segue. Speaking of which, segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I wasn't upset like it was. So I wasn't really upset while watching it, but I did have questions where, like, just my two cents on it. You know, you had that opening chase sequence. And I was watching it. I'm like, man, this is a cool sequence. But I was like, why is it happening? <laughs> what is this? What is the purpose of this chasing? You know, you got. <laughs> so I didn't know why, why it was happening. Then you had the one guy driving and then he's doing something, which you later find out what he's doing. But um, he jumps. Was it that he jumped off a bridge? Oh, he threw he threw a sword, jumped off a bridge, and hung on to it or something. And, like and I'm just like, but the whole time I'm just like, why is any of this happening? <laughs> you know, if I knew, like, if there was a setup scene, like, okay, this happens, and he's leaving because he stole something, or right. I don't know, <laughs> it just puts you in there. Um, but I like the concept in a way, yeah, because it reminded me of the old guard where instead of you have people that are actually immortals living forever, these people technically live forever, just they die physically, but their soul kind of moves on, but it takes time for them to remember who they are. Yep. And um, I was like, okay, that's cool. Because, you know, Mark Wahlberg's character, he's, he's remembering things, but he's been labeled as being schizophrenic. What? No. So, <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So if he wasn't actually taking all this medication, then you know who this this person is trying to come back would be full fledged. And one thing that could kind of confused me, or not confused me, but kind of was interesting. So the person that he's supposed to be is named Treadway, but he's some guy named Evan. And I I would have thought that. Because I was looking on IMDb and I'm like, okay, so Mark Wahlberg is Evan. I thought there would have been a slash Treadway or something like that, but no, this is Evan. <laughs> it's almost like Wonder Woman 84 again, where 
Treadway's hiding his body. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to come out and take it over. I was like, all right. Um, and then I was like, I was telling you beforehand, I saw uh, Wallace Day, who's the new Kate Kane on Batwoman season two. I was, you know, I was like, okay, I think I'll continue watching this. I'll keep watching. And they never utilize her character for anything more than just being on screen and then taking the L at the end. Yeah. And, but the whole time I'm just like, questioning, like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? I don't, you know, um, Evan knows all this information. He doesn't know why. He goes to buy his drugs off the street instead of paying prescription price. Yep. And he's getting asked these questions about what's, um, I guess, what's in the in the bullet, how to make a bullet. And he's just throwing off all these these random facts. And yep. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say I was entertained just from trying to figure out why this is happening. And then you had, um, so they introduced some to the, I guess the, I called her the female Charles Xavier because she's in a wheelchair. Yep. And she's, and, and um, so I'm like, okay, this is like the X-Men. But just like the X-Men we have now, it's poorly done. <laughs> and then the biggest disappointment, I thought it was going to be like some kind of connection to the old guard because you have uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Mm-hmm. Like maybe his, is this his character from, from the old guard or some kind of descendant or something. Right. And that'd be a cool connection. So then that'll kind of save it. But then it, it just doesn't it doesn't really go there. And I think we're really you know, like we watch Fast and Furious. You know, there's a lot of ridiculous things that happens in that. But then they have that in fight scene on the plane. Then it continues outside of the plane. And I was just like, yeah, there's only so far I can suspend my disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but you know, like, you know, I immediately watched it after we talked about it last week. And I'm just like, if I can find it, I'll watch it. And but the whole time, I'm just like, yeah. And I even posted on Facebook, like, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to regret this. 30 minutes in, I'm going to regret watching it. And I don't exactly regret it, but I'm surprised it really got made. Like, it got greenlit. <laughs> yep. Still surprised. I feel like maybe Mark Wahlberg was miscast. Uh, you had a lot of good concept but it wasn't executed well uh maybe it would have i don't know it's like sometimes i want to watch movies and think of how i would do it differently to make it better yep but i don't know i don't really know what i where i'd start with this one (laughs) (laughs) i I, this wouldn't be my first choice let's put it that way yeah yeah um yeah still yeah that's all I got on that. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I will add that I wasn't bored. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't bored. But I still don't know what I watched. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So trailers. Um one of the ones we saw in the F9 uh previews was the trailer for Sing Two. Ah. Now Grayson will be over the moon excited. Yes. I don't really know if I want to show her the trailer because the movie doesn't come out till December 22nd. And I don't know if I want to hear when's it coming out for six more months. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm debating because I really know she would love to watch it. I just don't want to have to hear it for six more months. Hopefully a TV spot doesn't happen until much later. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the first one. I like the I, first one. She loves it. And it's yeah. not bad. It's not the worst kids movie she's rewatched a thousand times. Yeah. That is for sure. Uh, York thought the first one was okay. He thinks this one looks really good. For York to say that, that's saying something. I'm, yeah. I'm here to tell you. All right. That's a big, that's a big endorsement right there. Let's put it that way. Yes. Uh, Buster Moon and his friends must persuade reclusive rock star Clay Calloway to join them for the opening of a new show. So, yeah, it's got re- all the uh, returning casts. Uh, Bobby Cannavale joins as Jimmy Crystal. Halsey is uh, voicing Portia Crystal. Bono is voicing Clay Calloway. And then... Uh, new uh new voice actors for this for this one eric andre pharrell williams Letitia wright uh chelsea peretti uh, garth jennings and adam buxton so cast is getting bigger with bigger names yeah so it 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 looks cute and again <clears throat> not going to be the worst thing i'm going to end up seeing yeah, I mean, and I probably will actually like this one too. You know, you know, since you know, I'm not really a. Well, this is not necessarily a musical. It's just a movie with songs. Yeah, but I like the the first one, and um, they kind of keep it that same vibe and energy as the first one. Yep, I think it's I more see color, this. but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much same and probably more humor. Yeah, uh, we actually got a full-on trailer for the Suicide Squad ah. that's coming out August 6th. Um, again, starring John Cena. Uh, <laughs> Idris Elba. You know, a couple of uh, Fast and Furious alums. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, so there's a new trailer out for that as supervillains Harley Quinn Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reef Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. The Battle of Starfish, apparently. (laughs) In the trailers. Who knows? Yeah. I think I'm going to hold off on watching more trailers. I didn't really want to watch it either, but it was in Fast 9. Yeah. So. Well, I guess I'll I, see it next week. So. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an actual... So they released another trailer for for Candyman for the reboot, remake, whichever. Yeah. For the new... We'll just say the new Candyman movie uh, <laughs> starring... Is it Yaya Abdul Mateen the second and Tayona Parrish or Paris? Uh, Nathan Stewart Jarrett and Coleman Domingo. A, a quote, quote unquote, spiritual sequel. There we go. Yeah. To the horror film Candyman from 1992 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. And that's coming out August 27th. 
Yep. And then uh, lastly, we have a new trailer for The Harder They Fall coming to Netflix. It just shows that it's in post-production. Uh, so no date as of yet. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this western. Again, starring Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield, Regina King, Zazie Beetz, Edie Gathigi, uh, Jonathan Majors, Delroy Window, Tate Fletcher, R.J. Uh, Siler, Steve Corona, and sorry about that. Uh, written and directed by James Samuel. So looks good. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's about mm. all I got, man. Did you see the latest Shang Chi trailer? No. New one up there too. Yeah, they got a new one for that, and um, I mean they show it in a trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. But uh, got a return of a character. Uh, apparently, Abominations make a return from Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah, that was my reaction. I saw him. I was like, wait, and it's it's funny if because I'm I was watching somebody's reaction to it. Yeah, like I watched the trailer and I watched somebody's reaction, and when they were watching it, they had the captions on and so it said abomination yells or snarls or whatever I'm yeah. like so I rewound it back just like they did I'm like oh wow alright because that character is supposed to show up in the She-Hulk show Okay. so it's like why is he here in Shang-Chi yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, they're going to do anything with Tim Blake Nelson's character the leader mm-hmm. remember, Oh yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers this because it's been so long um, from the Ed, Mor- Ed Norton <laughs> uh, Incredible Hulk movie from was that 2008, 2009? Yeah. It was around the same time Iron Man came out. Yeah, yeah, it's like shortly after. I want to say 09. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna test my knowledge here. Um, <laughs> but Tim Blake Nelson got had some of that. Stuff, 2008. Okay, still pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Um, and had some of that chemical or whatever that made abomination drip on his on his forehead while he was laying on the ground and his his head got bigger and well his character is supposed to be according to the marvel wiki thing supposed to be the leader who has i guess telepathic or whatever capabilities and whatnot so we never saw anything after that so i'm always been curious like they just plan on doing anything with that but then again they've never been super great making hulk movies true i mean Technically, I think either Paramount or Universal still has the rights. So while Marvel Studios can use the character in their movies, right. they just don't have the rights to make a standalone solo at the time. That's so weird. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but I think they may, because I've heard rumors that they're probably go- they're working on a solo movie, so they may have somehow got the rights or at least some kind of deal like they did with Sony where they can make a movie because that's that's one thing that i like i did like the incredible hulk movie yeah it was much better than hulk oh it is universal yeah so it was much better than the ang lee movie i mean there's things in the ang lee movie that i like but i loved how it jumped from like comic strip square to the next one 
yeah. I like that. I thought that was a great stylistic choice. Yeah, if they like could have made a good movie. If it just if they could just been up a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, um, there's yeah. definitely things in each one that I like, but my biggest thing, like I like I've, I think I've watched Cripple Hope this year, like earlier in the year. Like I'll still watch it. And yep. the last scene where he says Hulk smash, I still feel it. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so and then um yeah, that's even though I like Mark Ruffalo and I like the Hulk, mm-hmm. but that's my favorite Hulk from the Incredible yeah. Hulk. That's and then of course Lou Ferrigno. But as far as Marvel Studios Hulk, I wish Edward Norton hadn't been such a butt <laughs> and he could have stayed as the Hulk. But yeah, but I mean Mark Ruffalo's done a good job since oh, yeah. taking over. It's just it'd been nice to see this Hulk. Let's see yeah. if they would have if they would have if this if the Hulk that we had in that movie would have carried over would it still would have had the same you know progress that this yep. hulk that we have has had becoming professor hulk right but with abomination mm-hmm. popping up in shang chi you know i'm pretty sure he wants some revenge on the hulk because it's still the same hulk right. even though it's a different actor so we'll see what happens because then also in the she hulk hulk's making an appearance in that too so okay should be interesting Yep, agreed. It'll be very interesting. Yes, yes. Okay, man. Well, cool. I think that about wraps it up. I don't even think there's. there's... Oh, we're off next week because of the holiday, mainly because I'll be out of town. Um, So we got all kinds of stuff coming out next week. Oh yeah. So. Who knows how long the one episode, the episode after that'll be? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to be a two-parter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know we won't. I won't be talking. I mean, we won't be talking about Top Gun. We're saving that for yeah. two weeks because we'll have two-dollar wait fee rejoining or rejoining us to talk about Top Gun. Yes. So, but there'll still be plenty more to cover. So. Oh yeah. So have no fear. We will be covering Top Gun. We'll just be doing it a week later than normal. Yeah. So kind of hitting that good sweet spot of summer <laughs> yes. Uh, yes every time of year yep. if the blockbusters come out i'm ready yes so yeah awesome. cool um all right bud well thank you everybody for listening and we will talk to you all next week well two weeks two sorry weeks. everybody have, have a happy a and safe safe work. keep all your keep all your digits in your yes. hands your hands and your digits that belong that are attached to them yes and obviously (laughs) don't drink and drive stay home yes don't blow up your house or your neighbor's house designated (laughs) drivers all the things yes in fact just stay home and watch independence day on tv anything that preserves life focus on that (laughs) right exactly i know we weren't able to do a lot last year but kind of keep the fun controlled yes Yes. Try. Right. <laughs> With that being said, we're trying to be the moral compasses here. I know we're doing our best, and it's like, uh... yeah, just have fun and be safe. Yes, that's all we ask. Yeah. And we'll talk to you all in two weeks. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids.
You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.